Rajiv Bensal Surana A Definitive Guide to Thrive in the New Normal Reface Practically everyone we speak to or encounter online wants to erase 2020 and begin afresh. The joke is 2020 is a virus that needs to be deleted from our computer and rebooted. Well the reality is 2020 will go down in history as a landmark year and we all have to adjust to the new normal. I boldly say that 2020 is not a curse because we have been averse to the signals of nature and like to talk about global warming or air quality of a city as a matter of, an, academic discussion and we're not ready to take a stance and tough steps required to reset planet Earth. COVID-19 has taught us the true value of life and how we need to value what we have rather than keep chasing things that may not give us true happiness. It has brought us closer to family and suddenly we are content working from home watching movies online, and not stepping out to eat in fancy restaurants. The keyword going in the future is sustainability, we need to sustain the planet, our life, relationships, our goals, and whatever you can imagine. 2020 is definitely not a curse, it is an aberration and much needed pause so that we can reek on the mess we have created in the name of consumerism and capitalism and end irresponsible ways of consuming what is required and say no to what is excessive. Once we imagine sustainability in everything we do, we will reimagine a new world order which works on responsible creation, consumption, and disposal. This book is about solid insights on what the future holds for us in errant areas which matter to us right from the future of learning to shop and retail to technology in layman's language explained in simple Q&A format without the jargon. This has been made possible by the opinion of 20 eminent experts who have been interviewed by me over the last two months post-lockdown in March and their brief proles are available at the end of the book. I used the lockdown as an opportunity to write my second book, 2020 is not a curse and working on my next book which is about inspiring innovator stories. Special thanks are due to my family for their support and letting me set up my home house with incessant Zoom calls and spending a lot of my time in front of the laptop screen trying to make sense of what the future holds for us not to forget the endless supply of ginger and lemongrass chai which, had, kept me going. A big shout out to my intern, Siddharth Prasad based in Chandigarh who has been my go-to person for any research or inputs required for the book. It has been a very rewarding experience working with him and wish him the very best in life. Also our in-house design expert, Trishla Surana who is also my soul mate for her ability to visualize my thoughts and bringing it to life including a lot of time spent analyzing the book cover. How can I miss my daughter Suhani for her straight on my face feedback which really helps me never lose track of the precious reader. Bensel is my favorite character around as also the face of innovation to help inspire you and make everyday innovation possible and is an integral design element of my book. Trishla has been ably supported by my colleague, Devki Panchal who is our in-house designer who has made the book reader-friendly and visually appealing. It is also worth appreciating the fact that even though Devaki lost her relative due to COVID-19 during the critical stage of analyzing the ebook. She stood by us and completed her artwork within the deadline to make it possible for us to launch the ebook on June 20, 2020. Special thanks to Mansi Aurora, a student of Delhi University, for her help in copy editing the book amidst very tight timelines by burning the midnight oil and keeping awake till 5 a.m. to deliver the content like a true leader. The book is meant for everyone who wants to delve in the future and makes sense of the new normal post COVID-19. This book is dedicated to my dearest friend, 
Rajesh doctor who is a dear friend and my late cousin Nidin Surana who will always stay in my heart. Rajiv Bensal Surana Management Consultant Patent Attorney Author Speaker Faculty Marathoner Dreamer Introduction Supply Chain The pandemic has disrupted the entire global supply chain network and the EECT has relegated to business processes, consumer habits, and the worldwide economy. Without a doubt, COVID-19 is wreaking havoc on most of the global supply chain. Businesses have had to make drastic changes to continue serving their customers and communities. Will this pandemic lead to the changes in supply chains forever? The answer is yes. There are many aspects of transportation strategies, logistics operations, and supply chain management that have been forced to pivot quickly. With modernized workhouse and new technologies and techniques adopted, there's no going back. Now, there's an urgent need to optimize supply chains to maintain operations, contain costs, and keep businesses running. Business continuity is intertwined with supply chain strategy and having a resilient supply chain is the answer which is not the same as having the lowest cost supply chain. The world has also realized the over-dependency on China for supply chain and is looking for alternatives internally as well as externally. India and Vietnam are the frontrunners to provide an alternative to China. 19. Supply Chain Q1. Why is it a problem to have over-dependence on China for global imports? A1. Yes, the world is over-dependent on China for its imports and the impact on global supply chain is evident during the pandemic and therefore every country is reconsidering their dependence on China and looking at alternative providers as also encouraging local companies to manufacture key components in-house in their country itself. For eg Japan has created a fund to encourage Japanese companies to take their manufacturing outside China back to Japan and other alternative destinations. Q2. Which countries have the potential to, partially, replace China as a global supply chain provider? A2. Mainly Asian countries due to young working population and resources such as India and Vietnam followed by Thailand and Indonesia as also South American countries such as Mexico and Brazil. Q3. Is it possible to replace China as a global supply chain, GSC, provider? A3. It seems impossible for any country to replace China for the next decade at least. Even after that, a lot of ground realities have to change to be able to compete with the Chinese. We need to keep in mind that China is a master strategist and has been using its export policy to incentivize local companies to produce in bulk and supply cheap thus building scale and prosciency over a period of time so needs long-term strategy, cooperation, and hard negotiation to reduce dependency on China as GSC provider. Q4 why is 2020 not a curse and might prove to be an opportunity for India to become a successful GSC provider? A4. The pandemic has successfully raised the issue of too much reliance on China's supply. 20. Chain. Companies have realized this fact and are thinking of reducing risks by putting fewer eggs in the Chinese basket. Companies had started looking for alternatives since the trade war began in 2017. The social welfare tax and compliance costs for Chinese environmental rules have driven up the factory operational costs. While better wages are good for China, they're not necessarily cost-active for manufacturers. Labor costs have progressively risen in China, 
as a consequence global supply chains seek a new home for manufacturing and sourcing. As an eminent innovator, Sonam Wangchuk put it aptly, it's time to go Swadeshi and hurt Chinese wallets. Q5 What are the challenges that India faces to replace China's supply chain? A5 The trade legislations and tariffs are not conducive for businesses to invest. The savings made by a company due to the cheap labor negates the higher tariffs it has to pay for imports. The foreign investment policies have to be made supportive for businesses to invest in India. Non-standardized manufacturing practices infrastructural inadequacies. There's no going back to the normal all we should focus on is building for the new normal. Deep Indergoyal, Zomato. Q6. Considering that China is an integral part of their supply chain, how is Europe and USA coping up with the pandemic? 21. A6. COVID-19 which originated in China forced companies across the world to rethink about their dependence on Chinese products. European countries are looking for another leg to stand on and they are definitely considering India. India has eared land the size of Luxembourg to the investors and is strategizing on how to onboard global companies. Also governments are incentivizing local businesses to start manufacturing critical products such as medical devices, electrical components such as printed circuit board, PCB, which is used in most of the electronic devices etc. in their country to ensure their supply chain is resilient. Q7. How can businesses make their supply chain more resilient? A7. Earlier businesses would only look at cost when they would be sourcing products and therefore a lot of the products which were part of a supply chain for a business would come from China but now the thinking is to make the supply chain resilient and not look at cost alone. A form of vertical integration and backward integration can be an active method to eliminate foreign supply chain. In this strategy, a company expands its role to fool tasks formerly completed by other businesses in the supply chain. For example, a company might buy their supplier of inventory or raw materials. Companies often complete backward integration by acquiring or merging with these other businesses, but they can also establish their own subsidiary to accomplish the task. Q8. How has the global opinion about China changed in 2020? A8. There is a highly negative sentiment across the world which has resulted in an opportunity for India. The onus is on India to make the best of that opportunity. Assume that the global market is going to shrink and a piece of that will be on or, India has to. 22. Project itself to be more reliable than China. The supply chain is very delicate and as a result there is opportunity for India. Since world's reliance on Chinese products is reducing, there's a good opportunity for India and this time it's comparatively easier to compete with China. Q9. What is the financial challenge that India has to address before we can invite foreign companies to our shore? A9. Toy manufacturers of the world have been looking to invest in India but to compete with China, financial ground realities have to change. For instance, they expect us to invest a billion dollars but in a country like India, the incremental capital expenditure is very minimal. For us to become an alternative to an industry of 3 billion we realistically need at least half a billion dollars worth of investment. Funding for such projects will be tough to procure considering the overall situation of industry and errant economic sectors looking for relief. Q10 
As COVID-19-related restrictions begin to lift in Asia, how can tech organizations resolve supply chain issues at pace? A10. Global Management Consultancy RM, McKinsey suggests the following steps for companies to return to production in technology. First, building a central nerve center to create the transparency required for agile decision-making and to oversee the implementation of both strategic and tactical actions. 23. Second, the company examines demand with a skeptical eye, understanding customers' tendency to overorder and looking for opportunities to manage demand to match supply better. 24. In parallel, specialists must assess components for criticality and risk, reaching as deep into the supply chain as possible to create a full picture. Finally, from those insights, it's possible to optimize limited production capacity. Be prepared to make your SSRM survive and see the tough times through. Shripati Acharya, Prime Venture Partners Author's View Supply Chain As the joke goes, a kid in Faroland asked his dad is God made in China? That startled his dad. The dad asked innocuously why the child thought so, to which the kid replied because all the products we buy are made in China. Such has been the dominance of China in the last decade or so that practically everything we picked is made in China or PRC, People Republic of China, used to avoid the negative sentiment attached to China. A very important point made by one of my expert panelists was that it is no more about being cheaper but resilience which is extremely important to ensure the supply chain is intact. With COVID-19 pandemic having exposed the fragility of the supply chain globally and the over-dependence of the world on China, it is time to rethink one's supply chain strategy which will open up a host of opportunities for emerging nations especially in Asia and South America. Another interesting trend is that countries will try to take critical production of medical technologies, defense equipment and electronics either in-house or to preferred partner nations as already seen in the case of the USA and Japan. This presents a great opportunity to India as well to capitalize on the anti-China sentiment globally and the need for a viable alternative to China. 25. Although India has strength in services due to our demographics and young English-speaking population we also have the technical manpower and engineering expertise to provide value-added cutting-edge products to the world.